Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. Um, I'm your host today, Rich Polly, and joining me is Ben Hibbert. Hello. Sorry, I've swallowing coffee. <laughs> it's earlier in the day, but no less professional. Good to know. Good to know. I thought you were going to do me second. Usually no, leave me no. Um, Liam, Liam may well be dialing in to join us later on, but he's currently on a bus or something. Um, so uh, instead, we've got a much better guest on. Um, we've got the 186 Squadrons, um, and Quartermaster General, General Prize Creator-in-Chief, Louis Leon. Hi, mate. Hello there. I mean, I don't know if that's your official job title, but it might be now, because, I mean... Uh, it's. I, I don't think I've ever had a job title, but I'll take it. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, Alex got, you know, international philanthropist playboy a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, yours isn't quite that good, um, but uh, it'll do. It'll do. Yeah, I, I um, think it's, it's very hard to pull up against Alex. So it's, it's a bit of a weird slot. <laughs> um, so thank you very much for coming on to have a, a chat with us, Louis. Um, we've been wanting to, to get a, yeah, have a bit of a chat it. with you for, for ages, um, really, just about some of the work that you've been doing in the community, particularly during COVID, to, to support um like different stores and tournaments and stuff like that um so we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later on um just you you are coming to the sith taker open aren't you you're playing in the in the open i will be i'm not sure how long i can stay for um but i i will make an appearance okay i'm hoping we don't get paired up again because you spanked me last time <laughs> spank, spank is a, a bit a bit generous as i recall I mean, we, it was the last round wasn't it we just uh, yeah, yeah i don't think just, i only got to shoot you like twice <laughs> Oh, I was playing eaters. It's it's my job to not get shot. <laughs> we did a good job, which when made I, me sad. <laughs> when I play eaters against Ben, he shoots me a lot, and I cry about my dice rather than him crying about not being able to shoot me. So it's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, it'll he be great to some, see. You brought some some nasty Bosk yeah, uh, combo that basically meant that if he did get a shot on me, it would just be an <laughs> evaporated eater. So I was like, nope, just nope, just nope. Yeah, things that just kill you, right? Um. Never good. Um, so we, we've got a bit of a list of things to run down today. Um, we've got some cards from AMG. Um, I don't want to go through because there was only four um, that were announced um, this week. Um, so I'm not going to spend ages going through them and all that kind of stuff. Um, did you guys have a look at the at those when they came out? I did, but I can't remember them. So I'm quickly looking at them now because I'm always prepared for them. Um, <laughs> I actually forgot they were released, so they can't have been that interesting. I can't even see them on the Atomic Mass Games Facebook page now. Uh, I might have I might have completely misremembered. No, them I remember there was four released. Uh, go. I've got them. Which ones are they? To just, so we've got, um, yeah. in the uh, ST-70 Assault ship, we've got the Guild Bounty Hunter, which has got oh, two pits right. on. And that's, yes. uh, while you perform an attack... An attack at attack range one to two, you may spend one non-reoccurring charge from one of your illicit upgrades to change a focus result to a crit. So, I mean, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. It's like two free focuses, or however many. I don't know what the maximum charge you can get on illicits. I've not looked. I think it's only one, actually, isn't it? Um, yeah, but you could have, like, Java or Cutthroat or stuff to reoccur yeah. them, can't you? So, that's quite nice. I mean, free focus is good, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's the other card is the one that everybody's going to be going mad about. Yeah, though, the cracking it? fob. Yeah. So that's, um, it's also got excellent Mando art on it. Um, 
After placing forces, choose an opponent, they assign the marked for elimination condition to one of their ships. They must assign it to a limited ship if able. And then it says you ignore range restrictions while acquiring locks on the ship with marked for elimination. Okay. Excuse me. And then so, the mark for elimination is when you defend, if the attacker is equipped with the trekking fob and has a lock on you, you cannot spend green tokens. Okay, so you get a lock on whichever ship your opponent says you can have a lock on. Yeah. And then for the duration of the game. That as long then... as they're locked, you cannot spend yeah. green tokens. Which I quite like that it's because um, with it saying it has to be a limited ship if possible. It's nice that they can't just fob you off on some crappy generic. Yeah. It's I think good. that's going to see a lot of use. Yeah. It's like E-Wings, it. but you might be able to put it on something with better linked actions. No. There's, no way, <laughs> there's no way to reapply it later on, is there? It doesn't so say so, no. No, okay. So there's no, when you kill it, then adopt, then get another bounty and stick it on another ship kind of thing. No. It's just, yeah, it's one ship. So you can put it. It's you know, also swans, got... Um, swans will be laughing. It's it's got three pips on it, so you can put it on three ships. But obviously, oh, yeah, um, mark for elimination only has one pip, so it would still only go on one ship. Oh yeah, so you can only put one. Yeah, yeah. Similar okay. to, I think it's is it fearful prey? It's the same thing. You can have two of them, but only one fearful prey. Yeah, it's the same as the Naboo handmaidens and their ability. You can have two yeah. of them. You can only have one ship being protected. So, so I, I think that's a really cool use of the pips. Um, yeah, it is. I think so. What do you think of that one, Louis? Yeah, I, well, sorry, I was still trying to find it, but now I've got it and I'm reading it and thinking, <laughs> that sounds really, really good. Like, one, one, of your, one of your ships is basically just going to be running away the whole time. Yeah. But, I mean, you can counterplay that, can't you, by using it as a rabbit and by baiting with it and stuff. And you Pretty know. much. But I feel like, you know, you, you put it, you force your opponent to put it. ships that you know really has to play it very carefully and yeah. either they play the yeah. rabbit and run away then you just focus on the other two or they're they're asking to be destroyed like you wouldn't want this on on Suntia or, or eaters for the matter right yeah and th those are the those awful. are the ships that you you want to put it on but i guess the fact that the person mm -hmm. who's you choose which of your ships the condition goes on to so it's not like you know I'm a bounty hunter and I'm going to have a bounty on your tier. It's like, actually, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you have it on Duchess, um, for example, or a, a another slightly less valuable ship than the one that you really just yeah, want to be your I think that's why the, the ace archetype is going to really be scared of this upgrade because, you know, if you've got five or six different ships, then you don't really mind if one of them has to uh, play Rabbit. But if you've only got three ships, having one of them get this great big target marker on them is, is a bit scary. Let me just put this on the ship of mine that I want you to target first anyway. Like, you know, if you had a choice of all four of my ships, which one are you going to shoot at? I want you to be shooting at that one. Um, you know, that'd be interesting. So those are the cards that got released. Um, there is actually one more, which is really oh, is good. There? Yeah. So we've got, it's Burnout Thrusters, and it's oh, scum only yeah. for a small or medium ship. And after you perform a slam action lose one charge. You may gain one depleted token to remove a disarm token, and then if a charge is active, you cannot perform a slam action. So it's basically a one-time slam. On so it's any black one. Or medium. Yeah. But better. Yeah, it's a burnout slam, and I'm thinking of fire spray with this thing. It's just say, like, hello. 
<laughs> Goes straight on Boba Fett. Yeah, um, Boba Fett, Burnout Thrusters. You're engaging yeah. around one. Off you go. Yeah, four, four, stri- four straight 4K. He's behind you. Doesn't matter if he's depleted for one shot, because after that, he's he's right behind you. He's got you. Um, and, it. and it's yeah. a modification as well, so pretty much everything can put it on. Yeah, and it's a deplete instead of an ion, and it's not unique. And it's a modification, so it's basically the black one title for resistance, but better. And <laughs> why not? It's just scum. Why not? Oh, they get everything. Never mind. You you are a scum player now, Rich. You've bought no, it. No, I'm not. I've bought one bought fang it. fighter. You bought one it. fang fighter. You bought the gauntlet. I haven't bought it yet. No. I no, I have actually. No, I have. You put it on pre-order. Don't lie. To yeah, me. no, I have got it on pre-order. Now. <laughs> You're a scum but now. But it's a, they're, they're both rebel ships. Now the fact I've got a Razor Crest coming in, that's not a rebel ship. That's a different <laughs> matter. But um, I figure as long as I can, I can stick with Mandalorians, I'll feel okay. Um, but as soon as I, as soon as I buy well, another random scum ship, I'll feel like oh. With the new rules, you know, it's quite. It's a lot easier for you to buy into scum, isn't it? You know, with the standard list or whatever. Yeah, it's not as ridiculous. Um, Although tugboats are amazing, though. So you know. Yeah, no, but they're impossible. They look really cool. Yeah. They never I get really like released them. in black box. That's okay. <laughs> Especially I mean, if they're they one are, that's painted up in Spider-Man a, style. They are a movie ship, though, so they might turn up in black box at some point. Maybe. I th- I don't think they're gonna yeah, go it's back. It's one of those movie ships that existed for not even one second and just got blasted to smithereens, right? I mean, it literally got it got named. She said, "We'll take that quad jumper." You know, <laughs> it's, it wasn't just like in the in in the background of a scene or something like that. It was, "We'll take that quad jumper." With all Why the new I shows think? that are out, I don't think we're going to go back for anything no, like I that. Don't. I, th- I, I think don't. we'll see new ships and yeah. do it that way. Yeah, because all us experienced and long-term players will buy the new stuff anyway, and all the new players will want the new stuff, not the old stuff. So yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. That's cards done. Um, nice. Um, next thing. I mean, Louis, I want to talk to you next about the stuff that you've been doing, the work that you've been doing. So recently, you've launched and sold. It feels like an awful lot of copies of your. I'm going to call it the Mandalorian um, organized play support pack, like store kit support pack. Um, yeah. So it's got charge tokens, alt art cards. It's got. Um, Beskar charge tokens. It's got Mandalorian one straights that you can use as charge tokens for if as well if you want. It's a brilliant kit. We bought two of them to basically use for the Sith Taker open and for like um game night kits and stuff, just so that we've got um a bit of a war chest to use for stuff. Um how did you conceive of the kits? Um it's like I'm I'm interested to know first of all, what gave you the idea to start doing it? And then secondly, like who's working with you on it? Are you the artist as well? Is this a one-man band, or have you got you know, have you got a team? What's going on there? Those Sabine cards um, are beautiful, by the way. They are amazing. <laughs> yeah. So this is something which has actually sort of evolved over the last couple of years, really. Um, you know, I I have been doing alt art cards for a little while, and those, I mean, those are always done mainly for fun. I kind of had an idea in my head, and then thought, hey, wouldn't it be nice if I made something like this? Um, and then because of minimum order quantities from various factories, I have to find 99 people to buy the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over the pandemic period, we obviously saw a lot of tournaments die away um, and they moved online. And we also saw a lot of tournament support sort of dry up, what with um, the the FFG kits and then transition to AMG. Um, and, and also the fact that pandemic just put a halt to everything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, during this time, I got a lot of requests from TOs that said, hey, can we get, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 of, of your cars just in giant sets um, to use for prizes? And I thought, oh, that sounds great. Why not? That, sound, that sounds fantastic. Uh, very happy to help out. Um, and then at some point, and this is a you know, shout out to Ken Cho over in the US, he mm-hmm. started giving away kits to, to TOs to support the online tournaments that are going on, keeping X-Wing going. This was you know, almost two years ago now, uh, at the height of the pandemic when everyone, no one knew what was going to happen. Um, and I thought, actually, that's a really cool thing that he's able to do, and actually I'm able to do too. So I'd actually just got some uh, cardboard cards made at the time, and I thought, hey, I can give these out. These are super cheap to make. Uh, I've got a whole stack of them that I was planning to give out at tournaments that I was going to attend to, just as freebies. Um, and I, I did the same thing as Ken, and I just said, hey, any TOs out there, if you want participation prizes or, or whatever, uh, give me a shout. I'll put them in the post. Um, you don't owe me anything. Just thank you for, for doing what you're doing to keep X-Wing going, really. Um, mm-hmm. And then over the, 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 the coming months, I got more and more ideas. I saw more and more things coming out, uh, lots of people designing various things. And actually, when they announced all the Mando stuff, I started playing around with Mando ideas. Um, and it was basically a bit of a light bulb moment when um, someone said, hey, we're coming back to all this in-person play, but there are no kits available. Um, and one of the TOs that had been buying cards from me was saying that they were going to Etsy, they were going to Kogo 2, they are going to various places, and uh, everything was a bit scattered. And I thought, actually, there's a bit of a, a gap here where we can, we can do something, you know, it's, it's a natural gap that we can put together something, or I can put together something, which is a TO pack in a box mm-hmm. for, for TOs. So they don't have to go to 10 different providers trying to coordinate cards, tokens, templates. Um, obviously they can, but they don't have to. Um, and that sort of got me going into, well, what would I want to see in a tournament pack? Um, obviously some participation cards, but you know, people turning up. And, and I asked a few TOs, what kind of things would they like to see? And some of the feedback was, you know, we like to have a lot of partic- participation prizes. So people are motivated to come and they feel good that they've just turned up. We want to, be, we want to skew towards being generous to those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the top end, we want something really special. We want people to, to feel like if they're winning, they're going to get something really cool. Um, and as soon as, this was another sort of light bulb moment, as soon as they spoiled the Beskar plating, I sort of looked at that. And I've been thinking of doing something Beskar with, you know, I've been doing metal cards. It's quite easy for me to think, oh, metal cards, I can do a sort of laser etch design to do a, a you know, Mandalorian on one side and the Beskar pattern on the other side. And it just clicked. Charge tokens, um, those Beskar ingots, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I can get it made out in metal. Um, so yeah, that's basically how, how it started. And then um, obviously the highlight is the, the coin that is the, the challenge coin for the, for the top table. Um, that one was, again, a bit of an accident. I was in XTC last year, which was a fantastic uh, international team tournament, the country one. Um, I had the honor of captaining Malaysia, slightly accidentally, but hey, it's still an honor. Um, and you know, I, I wanted to, to do something a little bit fun for everybody and ended up falling down the rabbit hole of creating challenge coins. For Team Malaysia, which turned out really well, um, and I thought, hey, this is this is a no-brainer. I could make this into a, a really cool Mandalorian, um, use the same concept, and, mm-hmm. and make a really cool coin. So the coin that we've got um, in the pack that we got was the um, 
the the, the resistance one that the spins, which is really really cool. But you've got new Mandalorian challenge coins, which you've shown us a video of, and yeah. they look absolutely beautiful. So it's got the Mudhorn on one side, and then I'm gonna say it's Bo-Katan on the other side. In blue, on the other side, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is this is really sexy. Uh, I've got one in my hand right now, and uh, I can chunky? honestly say it's, it's got chunky. weight to it. Yeah, uh, I can honestly say this is probably the best thing I've ever made uh, in terms of you know my all, all, of all the X-wing paraphernalia that I've, I've contributed um, and, and sort of made happen. This is this is the one I'm probably most proud of. It, it's going it really to really, kind of, make a really nice first player token. Um, and you know what? <laughs> or shield it, yeah, or whatever, or, or whatever you want. It, it's just great. Um, and you know what? This, uh, STO is actually going to be the premier. It's going to be the first tournament that's ever going to feature one of these. Um, and I'm going to bring a few down. And um, yeah, I'm going to give some away. Um, we'll, we'll come back to that a little bit later. I'll say um, thank and you in advance. Available. <laughs> and there'll, there'll be a few available for, um, for Alex's thing um, to, to try and raise some funds. And there are going to be some to, to complement the kit, because obviously, if you, look at, if you look through the kit, everything is Mando-themed except suddenly a Resistance coin, which is, for me, a bit of a disconnect, because um, there's some reason behind that in terms of the production time to get the Mando coin done. Um, but the Mando coin is now done. And yeah, so your Sunday, um, uh, I, I, can't, I can't remember what, what you're calling the tournament, the Sunday one. Um, Sunday one. And the side event is, is going to be supported with these Mando coins. And that's not oh, just me saying that in, in the hope that everyone drops out to play for the Mando coins, leaving me to win the whole thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just it's going to be the first, first time that you guys can see this and, and play for it. So it should make for a really good atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. The, the, the only yeah, other question... I'll give you guys a link to the video, so you can put it in the show notes and, and make sure that people can catch catch what it looks like, because I haven't shared it widely yet. I've sent it to, to various TOs and, and the people who are interested in picking up the packs, um, so the, the public hasn't actually seen the video of the coin. I can't wait to see it in person, because I've got the um, resistant one in my hand right now, and this one looks so much better in person than it does on the videos, so I can't wait to see what the Mando one looks like in person. Yeah, it's great. And That's yeah, I can't wait to win one. You won't. You'll be lucky. You, we all know I've got it in my locker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can always leave your locker at home. That's the problem. Oof. I mean, yeah, but we both know I've got the locker. I'm only good on TTS. <laughs> You're all right. screwed. I mean... remember it. I mean, Louis, Louis, thanks very much for talking us through that. And it, it, it's super interesting just to hear like how it developed. Um, I mean, the, the fact that you've been dishing stuff out. We we played a tournament. I can't even remember what tournament we played in ages ago online. And we were just chatting and, and I, you know, mentioned that I had, you know, this pilot and I really loved this pilot and so on and so on and so on. And then, you know, a bit later you were like, you just messaged me your address. And I was like, oh, why? And you went, I'm just going to send you some stuff. And then I got like, a pile of metal old dark cards and i was like um can i send you money and you're like no 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 it's fine um <laughs> and you know you're, you're very obviously um i hope not putting yourself out of pocket with <laughs> with the generosity of spirit that you have for this stuff um but i mean the kits themselves are when i've looked at them i think they're possibly higher quality than the stuff that we get um officially that comes out um the metal stuff certainly feels an awful lot better and an awful lot um 
higher standard of production than um, some of the metal coins hey. that we got in FFG. You know, Don't the, you the, insult the, those focus tokens. They're amazing. Those, those five pence focus tokens that, you know, you can basically not use for anything because they're invisible. What's that one? Is it is it active? I don't know what it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're they're absolutely amazing. And it's a, it's a huge credit to you. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll say thank you on behalf of the Sith Takers because, you know, you've made my life an awful lot easier in terms of, you know, sourcing prize support for the Open. Um, I still have gone to various other places as well because of the size of the event that we're running. But um, it's uh, it made it made Sunday basically just be like, hey, we've got stuff. We don't need to worry about anything for Sunday now. So it's and, and it is fantastic. So and good value. Do you want to do a quick um, yeah, no, a quick so plug much. for the, the for the kits and how much they cost and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, sure. But before that, thanks. Thanks for saying all that. That's, that's really nice. And, you know, I think. All of this stems from the X-Wing community itself, right? It's, it's self-sustaining. And the reason I got into doing things like that and giving things away is because people were doing it to me. Um, the, the very first cards I made up was actually for System Open 2019. Um, and I'd actually been to the UK Nationals before that and remembering walking in the room, knowing literally nobody in the room. I just thought, hey, this sounds like fun. I get to play X-Wing for uh, a day. And I turn up knowing nobody and people were... Um, were throwing stuff at me and saying, hey, this is for you, or welcome, you're new, come and, come and hang out with us. You know, the, the Weekend Warlords were there, the 186 were there, um, all kinds of, of people were there and just making me feel really welcome. So when I went to System Open 2019, I said, you know, I want to be one of those people. I want to be giving stuff out to everyone and, and feeling, you know, feeling the love, sharing the love. And, you know, you, you, you bring these things to give away and you walk away with 10 times more. It's, it's amazing and, and fantastic. So to be able to continue doing that, even through the pandemic, the reason I made all this stuff is, like I said, because I wanted one copy for myself and then I'm sitting on like 99 copies thinking, what do I do with this now? Um, <laughs> is to give them away to the people I play because that's what I would have done anyway. Um, and, you know, I, I sell some on Etsy and, and that sort of covers the cost. And at the end of the day, I'm just looking to, for, looking to make my money back. <laughs> if, if the whole thing washes its face, then I, I'm happy. Um, I luckily have a job that makes enough money that I don't have to rely on this for income. So I can afford to say, hey, you know, let's let's do something that's that's fun and cool and makes people happy. That's fantastic. Um, and and the the TO kits are, are kind of kind of that as well. You know, we are coming out of uh, lockdown and we are going back to in person play. And you know, we haven't seen any announcement of official OP support kits other than I guess the Aces High kit. Mm -hmm. um, although there, there's some word about AMG looting the the 2019 and 20 stashes and, and sharing them out, which is, which is great if we can get some over this side of the ocean. Um, but un, until we, we hear from them, you know, as I can only imagine as a TO, you're thinking, well, what am I offering to my players? How do I organize a monthly or bi-monthly or store championship tournament? Um, and I'm hoping that these kits can help the TOs and they can help people. I want TOs to feel like here's an easy way to create something that will attract people to come to their tournaments. And I want people to look at the kit and think, now that's something I really want to play for. Um, and not just turn up and play for, but try and win and maybe win more than once. Because, you know, if you make top four, you're going to get a Beskar um, metal ingot token, which is, which is really cool. They're, they're, they're pretty hefty and chunky themselves. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Beskar armor plating has got two charges. So you're, you're sitting there thinking, well, actually, I need another one because, you know, my, my best card rating has have to go to another event <laughs> yeah exactly or or you 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 play barrage rockets and you think well now i need six so i'm going to every single event i can go to <laughs> and if, if that happens then that's a win right it, it just means yeah. more people are going to go there yeah um, I'm, I'm, not sure, 
I have yeah, got a question for, uh, on the best car charges. How big are they? Just are they a, a little bit? Uh, yeah. Like, if you tried to eat one, it would probably kill you. I shouldn't win them. <laughs> I mean, okay. I think they're a little bit wider and a little bit shorter than a one straight. It just I sounds think, like a challenge. Yeah, they're actually a bit a bit bigger than a one straight. On, on a little bit both bigger dimensions. than one straight. Yeah. Well, actually, all three. Oh, in both dimensions. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I thought they were short in one dimension, but I've, I'm going from memory, and you've got a pile of them sitting next to you, so I'll believe you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, uh, do you yeah, want to do you want to do a quick plug for um for how much they cost and where people can order them from or get them from? Yeah. So, so at the moment, um, they they're mainly just through me. Um, ping me a message. Uh, I do have a, a little sort of Google Doc just to tell you a bit more about them, where you can find out, you know, watch some videos, and and then the process to order them. Um, the in in terms of the pricing, they they're priced as low as I can make them. I, I make literally no margin on them. Um, I don't want to make any profit on it. I don't. Don't, I don't, don't be embarrassed because they're really high quality, and we I was surprised by how cheap they were for what we were getting. So. You shouldn't be ashamed of what you're asking for them already, to be entirely honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if, if you're a TO, uh, give me a shout. They're £90 um, for a set, and that's for a 32-player kit. So it's less than £3 per player. Um, and, you know, when when I ran the numbers and tried to figure out how to how to kit them out, um, I thought about it as, like, look, can, can I get something that's really cheap? Because, again, I asked a lot of TOs what they wanted in a pack, um, and... I know that you guys have got sort of venue costs or maybe want to put food on. Um, and if you have like a five pound ticket, which is super cheap, then at least you still got two pounds for table fees. And if you, if you stretch your event to be a 10 pound ticket, then you've got, you know, make, make, you've got money to, to put store credit or, or something uh, to make sure people have a good time. And if you're willing to, to bump the, the ticket price up a little bit more, again, this is entirely up to the TOs then you know you've got budget to to buy something else as well so if you want a trophy or or something to augment the kits the kits aren't meant to be like, sort of like a lightsaber for example like a lightsaber um, <laughs> or or whatever else you want um, the the whole idea is that this is this is the base and you can you can rip off rip off it uh, or or just use it which hopefully has as you as you say the quality to to make people uh, want to go and and play for fantastic so if you haven't got um Louis on various social media, Discord and things, you pick, feel free to ping us a message and we can um, we can put you in touch. Um, but you are in and around the Sith Taker servers anyway, and you're in and around various other Discord servers and places like that. So um, you'll be able to find you. Your Discord handle is Utini, like a Jawa. Um, so there you go. Not everybody's yeah, going to be messaging you. Oh, and I guess I guess just on that note, um, mm -hmm. I'm not selling them piecemeal at all. So, so please don't come to me and say, "Hey, can I buy just the coin or just the best car, or can I buy two best cars?" Uh, that won't happen. Um, I for for two reasons. <laughs> One is um, just the stock management. Like I bought them in specific quantities for all the kits, and if mm -hmm. I start selling or giving away too many, um, bad things are going to happen to my stock. Yeah. Um, and secondly, I don't want people just buying these outright i want people going and playing um, and feeling like they're they're winning it but more importantly turning up to to tournaments and helping um, in-person x-wing come roaring back to life now that yeah. we we are moving on from from covid and well hopefully moving on from covid and, and um, i into, i fully I fully support that message and i think we all do is that you know pay the iron price know. people pay the best pay the best car price for pay the blood price the blood things. price <laughs>
bleed for these things. Um, so it's actually a nice segue because you did talk about bringing some up to the Sith Taker Open that we're going to go into Alex's um, raffle. On that note, um, I've been in conversation with John and Michaela at Cog of Two, um, Cog O Two, sorry, not Cog of Two, um, this week. Um, so they're moving house. They went up into their loft and they found boxes full of Star Wars toys and collectibles, all brand new in box. Um, they're going to bring everything to the open. They're going to put it on a table. And they're going to say, make us a reasonable offer. And any money that they raise is going to go to the Phoebe charity, the fundraiser for Alex. So they're taking nothing out of it. So I have no idea. I've seen a video and it's basically a whole pile of figurines, collectibles, stormtrooper helmets, all sorts of stuff. And it's basically like, you know, shop value is anything between like, a 10, 15 pound toy in Toys R Us up to, you know, something that's worth 60, 70, 80 quid at a convention. And basically they're going to stick it on a table and they, they have a rough idea about what the value of the stuff is. And they're going to say, make us a decent offer and any cash that they raise is going to go to Alex. Louie, I think we're going to put some of your stuff on that same table as well um, so that people will be able to have an option to to maybe auction slash bid slash whatever for stuff. Um, yep. So this is um, kind of yeah. A... I'll, I'll bring a whole bunch of cards down, um, yep. and I'm I'm going to say you know whoever let's say the, the the two people who spend the most at that table I'll give um, a Mando coin to. Fantastic. That's awesome. Um, one thing to to point out is that, and this is I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um, John and Michaela found in their loft a um uh oh, what are they called convention exclusive Boba Fett figure. What sign? Signed by Jeremy Bullock. <laughs> That's not going on that table, but oh. somebody is going to leave the Sith Taker open with it, but we need to figure out how we're going to do that because it's worth a lot of money. A lot of, lot of money. <laughs> so, right. and Cogatu know how much it's worth, and they said, yep, and we're going to give the money to Alex's collection. So it's absolutely phenomenal. I've blown away by this conversation. I've let Alex know he's blown away by this conversation. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, so if you're coming to the Open, bring money with you or bring a card with you because, you know, we'll be able to do card payments of this stuff, you know. Um, it's not going to be auctions and that kind of stuff. We haven't got the capacity to manage sort of um, auctioning and all that kind of yelling out and things. But um, we're going to have a chat with John and Michaela and Alex um, on the Saturday morning about how we're going to handle this Boba Fett figure um, and how we're going to make sure that we get the best value um, for the for the charity um, out of such an amazing and, and generous donation. So, um Honestly, I'm I'm starting to choke up just thinking about it. So I'm going to skip along happily. Um, a couple of things um, about this Taker Open. Element have said that we can do five rounds of play on the Sunday, which means that we're going to run a top 32 cut instead of what we were planning to do top 16, which means that um, unexpected numbers, um, a whole bunch of four and twos will get in as well. Um, so there you go. Um, that's cool. Um, register on Tabletop TO, please. Please, please, please register. There's about 50. To 60 people currently registered. Oh no, sorry, we're up to about 70 now people currently registered. Um, so that's about half um, of current ticket sales. Um, so please do register for the Saturday event. Um, you do need to have your list uploaded um, as well before 9.30 on the Saturday morning. Um, we will be going through and checking them. Um, but uh, yeah, so please do that. Um, and then finally, we've um, announced some bounties 
Um, so these are things that you can try and achieve throughout the course of the event. Um, so there's about a dozen of them or so. Um, they're mostly kind of luck based. I will be entirely honest, um, but you can try and uh, you can try and target your list um, towards trying to achieve one if you really want to. Um, so there's things like if you have a really close game, like less than five points difference in it at the end, or you've got an absolute savage game where you absolutely hammer somebody um, and there's 150 points difference, but it's not a tabling. So like it runs to time, um, dealing more than five damage in a single attack. Um, all of your ships finishing the game on full hull and shields is one of them. So if anybody manages that, I'll absolutely astonished but it's there so as i said a lot of them are quite luck based but some of them are pretty skill based or there's decisions in there as well um that will combo it um and we've put some um some bounties on the heads of the sith takers who will be playing so most of them will be wearing t-shirts um with sith takers written on them so if you play against somebody who's a sith taker um and you 200 and owe them then there's a bounty on that um Mine's but a also mankini. <laughs> take a mankini um <laughs> but um if you uh also if you play against um more than a couple of sith takers then you know give them a wave and say hello there because that's one of the bounties and if you play against two of us so it's completely luck based luck of the draw um and i don't think sith takers are eligible for that bounty but you know that's just friendly fire oh that would be hilarious though no I, we probably are uh, i will say yeah so yeah we've done that so um if you want to think about Customing your list to target those bounties, crack on. Um, just from that, um, I, we got the idea for those bounties from a bunch of guys online called Team Jawa, um, who run a whole bunch of um, weird format events, um, and they always have these bounties on them. So rather than it being, you know, this round, the person who does X first will get a spot prize, we're going to basically have the bounties running for the duration of the event. Um, some of the bounty stuff is going to be um, some alt dark cards. Some tokens from by the same token. Um, and then the person who claims the most bounties over the course of the Saturday will win a, um, a special special prize, um, which is a Dengar pop, because Dengar's <laughs> a bounty hunter, so why not? <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a load of stuff going on at the minute, like there's just packages arriving at people's houses and things like that, and it's really cool. So everything's everything's looking, looking good. Um, uh, that's all I want to talk about, about the Sith Taker Open. Um, the last thing, I guess, is for Alex's, um, the actual raffle. This is the last week when you can buy tickets. Um, so if you want to buy a ticket for it or any more tickets for it, then buy them before Friday night um, from wherever. Is it? Where did he put them up on again? Wasn't that remember? There's a Facebook page. Yeah. If you find the Facebook page, there's a link there. Yeah. So tickets from the, Eventbrite, I think. Yeah. That's right. I think yeah. it was Eventbrite. It is, it's event, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll find the link now and put it in the chat so you can get put in the show notes. Cool. Thank you, Liam. Um, and uh, I think that's what we need to talk about the Sith Taker Open. Um, but the Sith Taker Open wasn't the first big event to happen um, this year. We got, we got squeaked out by a week by the Las Vegas Open, which happened this weekend just gone it was run by the uh the crew over at fly better so ryan and d um and gold squadron um did a bunch of streaming for it as well with the, the typical giveaways and stuff like that um so i guess i'm gonna just shortcut right to the front and say congratulations to daniel kim um aka isophane mm. of twitch fame daniel Lin. Lin. Um, sorry what was that daniel lynn 
L I M. Yeah, Lim. Was oh, it Lim? Ugh. Right. <laughs> it's a three letter, uh, a three three letter name, and I mispronounce it and get it entirely wrong. I I wrote Lim down, and then I just misread my own writing. So it's brilliant. Um, I think Klein. That's I think some I think it's Daniel Kim is the Canadian guy. Oh, I don't know. I think he is. That's it, Stephen. That's it. All these, all these names <laughs> you, that people all you have. Racist people. <laughs> Asians were all the same. I can't believe you'd say that, Rich. In fairness, I never heard of you. It doesn't count. <laughs> oh right, stop it, stop it. <laughs> so, <laughs> congratulations. So, let, let me just, let me just, let me just start again. Tim's not going to edit this out, no matter how much I ask him, because he likes me being embarrassed. <laughs> So Daniel Lim, a.k.a. Isophane, wasn't on Twitch handing out subscriptions for once. He was in the event handing out physical swag to people and also winning the event with a seer swarm. So he had um, separatists. He had a seer with a whole bunch of upgrades on it. He's got K2B4, Impervium Plating and Solar Swamp. Yeah, so K2B4 is the one where they have to spend, a, or you can spend a calculate to add an evade result unless the attacker chooses to strain itself. Yep. Um, and then Seer allows you to spend a calculate to have a crack shot effect. Um, yeah, if you're in the bullseye. If Yeah, you're, if you've got bullseye on it. And then he had uh, six Vulture class droid fighters, three of them with uh, Discord missiles. Oh, no, sorry, he had five of them through the Discord missiles. He had DFS311, who's the, the vulture who can sling um, calculates around to his buddies, oh, and they all had independent calculations. Oh, doofus, as Brendan likes to call him. Yeah, doofus. Um, <laughs> so it's a really strong list, um, and seer swarms are, are filthy, and it's, um, it's good to see it come back again. So he actually went undefeated through the course of the entire event with that, I think. Um, I think he topped, yeah, he did, because he topped um, Swiss on day two. So he went through. I always like it when that happens. Yeah, so he's gone 10 10 undefeated. Um, So he beat in the final um, a gentleman that we may have heard of at some point before in the X-Wing world, Duncan Howard. Um, So he's won a few things in his time. He was flying basically the opposite list, but also separatists. Two ships, Django Fett in a Fire Spray and Darth Maul in a Sith Infiltrator. Django with Lone Wolf, Proton Bombs and Count Dooku. Um, and Darth Maul with hate, proton torpedoes, Palpatine, and General Grievous. So Darth Maul's double tapping, Django's I six and smashing things up. Dooku critting people when they accidentally do the wrong things, making sure that Django lives for a bit. Django's I mean, pilot ability is amazing, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he can Dooku. Uh, oh well, no, he can Dooku a focus and then turn it down with Django, can't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeek. Never done so, that. That's, that's big brain play. Big brains. So yeah. Although well you done. can also Duco a blank and then and then yeah. just use Django <laughs> and use yeah. Django's ability as well. Yeah, which is double filth. But you're more likely to roll a blank on defense than you are on roll an eyeball, aren't you? I mean, let's be honest. Duco's mostly there for a free uh, free mod. Yeah, he said to be a force <laughs> Um. So yeah. I mean, anyway. Well, well done to Duncan for coming second. Excellent, excellent player as well, though, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You would have thought he'd be better off with the other fire spray, to be fair. Um, Zam. But, well, look, uh, yeah. Duncan did win 
a system open. I say system open. It was only like fifty people, so it was like an English store champ uh, with uh, with the droid swarm. Yeah, yeah he did. I, he also won um, another one, I think, with um, two Sith infiltrators. So he had Dooku Maul, and he ran that for a bit with um, hit on both and proton torpedoes yeah, on yeah. both. It, it um, says a lot. Where I mean, like, it says how good he is when he can win an American tournament with a meme list. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, is that a comment uh, on him or on American tournament? American tournament, <laughs> and what? him. To be fair, he's that good, say, and they're not that good. Oh, Liam, uh, Liam calling it as he thinks it. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's um, it, it's a big. Um, he's he's a very he's a very very good player. He's he's very proficient, and um, you know if you fly into if you fly into what this list can do, you know if you if you go into it blind, then you're going to be a bit. Um, you're going to be a bit surprised, and I suspect that a lot of people just blithely ambled into range three of Darth Maul and were surprised when he double tapped them. Um, you know, followed you know followed by or just after Django had softened something, just kill one and then soften up another one, and you know off it on it goes. Um, so um, I'm just going to quickly talk about the um, person who came top of Swiss because of course I am because it's a um, resistance list. Um, but it's a weird one, and um, it it caused me some excitement. So it's it's a, a version of um, resistance aces, but it's Poe uh, with overdrive thrusters and um, R four um, and marksmanship on Poe. Weirdly, um, then Ray with just the title, and then Zori Bliss in the Y wing with wartime loadout, proton torpedoes, and an R four astromech. So it's a hell of a big alpha strike if you can pull it off because you know Ray's hitting really consistently for three. Um, Zori's got a proton torpedo, which if you get the uh, the bullseye lined up, you can't cancel the crit that's going through. And then Poe is just dancing around, closing up. So, um, and he went... Well, I think I uh, looked at that and thought, that's a bloody scary list to line up against. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't naturally have you know, a, a target that you want to take down first. All of them can, can soak up quite a lot of shots. Um, and all of them can give back really, really powerful returns. So I, I don't even know how you start to to play against that. Yeah, and Sorry, it's, Bliss. it's six five five as well. So yeah, it's yeah, it's initiative. Sorry, Bliss. Left, right, yeah. Sorry, Bliss. We double double modded as well. I was just fucking Yep. Because somebody, one of the other ones, moves up and takes an action, so she just gets another action, and then she's got R four, so she's got a dial for days. So yeah. It's um it's a really punchy alpha strike list. Um so yeah, he he came um King of Swiss on uh day one and uh, Daniel came King of Swiss on day two, I believe. Uh so that was Joshua Miles, um was the uh was the guy who flew that list. Um so well done to him. Um and then the other two lists that were in the final, um we had And um, the four academies. Yeah, we had Vader and four academies. And, and we had uh, Jesse, yeah, Jesse Van Wick. Suntir fell with Predator and Shield upgrade. Vader with Afterburners, and Duchess with Predator Shield upgrade and Fifth Brother. Um, favourites. Yeah, that that list <laughs> got absolutely rinsed by the um, the droid swarm. It was um, a disgusting thing to see. I'll be entirely honest. Um, I quite like. Still, I, I, I love the fact. You know, I, I was I was super pleased when I saw that because that is your quintessential Imperial Ace archetype that built yeah. two hundred points with no bid and did okay in a in a road game. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe he didn't come across anyone else who was at, at I6. Like if he came across that Ray Pozori list, he might have been very sad. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the, the fact that when, when Road came out, people were like, oh, Aces are dead because, you know, random order. But um, at the same time, we were also like, well, without a bid to worry about, Cynthia's now got sort of 14 points to, to play around with. That's, that's a chunky Cynthia. Um, so to, to see them do, do well but not win the thing is quite reassuring. Makes me feel good. Yeah. And then we, we talked briefly about Vader and four Thai academies. This is something that um, some of the um, big, big voices in the American um, internet podcast um, X-Wing scene have been saying is basically the, the big degenerate horrible list that everybody needs to worry about because it's going to break everything. Um, so a few people flew it. Uh, a couple went like two wins and then dropped. Um, one guy got top four, so seems. I mean, you say two wins and then drops, but they didn't go. Oh, I'm two and zero. I'm gonna go home now. It was no. two losses as well, wasn't it? It was. It was the two losses. Yeah, that that made yeah. them want to drop out of it. But yeah, um, yeah. so it was. You know, uh, I mean, but again, you know, they were. It, it's it's one of those lists that I think Vader. I think once people get used to um, or understand how to fly against Vader Defender, it suddenly becomes an awful lot less scary. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people just kind of got terrified of it um, in the first place, but who knows. So it was Doug Howe that flew that, and Doug's a, a known name as well, so he's a very good player. Um, so again, well done to him for getting top four. So him and Jesse Van Wick were, were the two um, who got top four but didn't make the top table. Um, and then congratulations once again to Daniel Lim. I get it right this time. Uh, not make a fool of myself any more than I already have. Um, <laughs> right. I think that's the only things that I have on my list to talk about um, today. And we are, oh, we've run a nice, we've run a, a content filled, but quite short one. Um, so I will just mention, I mentioned briefly Team Jawa, who did the, the idea for the bounties. The event that they're running at the moment is called Gotta Fly Em All. And it's an escalation style event based on Pokemon. Um, so you start off with three ships, one trainer who has to be built to 50 points and two Pokemon that have to be built to 35 points. There's some other restrictions around them that I'm not going to go into on here. Um, basically, all the prize support that they do is Pokemon themed for this one. So like Pokeball um, shaped and colored um, ship markers and dial covers and target locks and all this kind of thing. Um, it's an escalation event because you have to then catch in inverted commas one of your opponent's ships and add it to your roster but it's like you don't steal it you just like copy it um so you'll end up with a multi-faction list built up to 200 because you get to evolve one of your pokemon as well at one point by spending points on it yeah man i'm in um, i'm in oh i'm in I'm, i've paid it's 15 dollars um and it's uh, it's uh, an awful lot of fun like the list building for it is hilarious because you go how many points can my trainer be 50 and you go what can i buy for 50 points and it really like because there's some very obvious stuff that's just under but then there's some stuff where you go oh yeah i'll get that i6 oh, i can't so the only there's like three i6s that are under 50 points it's hera in a b-wing fen rowan and aussie tuck shuttle and sunfac um so most of the trainers are going to be i5 so you can spend a little bit more on them or maybe it's even i4 so you can spend a lot more on them but then trying to find things under 35 points it's like do i go for guns do i go for bombs do i go for speed do i go for boosts do i go for three agility and there's some ships you can't use because you can't spend 35 points on them so you can't take an academy type 
fighter pilot because they're 24 points or whatever and you can't spend 11 points on the one mod slot that they've got so <laughs> you have to try and balance a good um good pokemon with a good trainer and also it's fascinating i'm spending a lot of time trying to build a good list for it but yeah 15 dollars um and being run by um jawa the team jawa so um i recommend anybody who is interested in kind of janky formats and things so your first round is going to be 120 points escalating up to 200 over the course of uh four or five rounds oh interesting thing though cut is the top two highest finishing from each faction so it doesn't matter if you finish dead last in the tournament if you were the one of only two people to put a rebel list out for example you're in the cut anyway um plus then the two highest finishing people who didn't come top two in their faction so if you come third in your faction and you know you're third overall because the other two that beat you you'll probably get in um sort of thing so it sounds awesome so i've signed up for it um and it's on yeah tts so i recommend people have a look at it if it sounds interesting or exciting to you jump on it oh, that's really good i'm 100 I'm gonna go sign up for that make sure you put the the link to, to that in the show notes so we can oh, man. It. tim you're gonna have a big list of show notes to do here <laughs> show notes um right team joe discord's got to go in there as well um, yeah, team joe discord they've changed the name well they've changed the uh picture of a joe pokeball yeah so you know you're in the right one. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm hyped. Oh, it's gonna be good. Right. Um. So on that note, um, I'm just gonna do a quick round of Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Go can on. I just add one thing before we we go into to the close out. Um. Yeah. I was just just wanted to mention. Uh. You guys had Piffo one to talk about chain. Um. A little while ago. Um, yeah. We did. Yeah. I, I wanted to share that. You know, we I've had a couple of conversations about with Piffo about chain. Um, and sort of the future of how that looks and how we might be able to mutually support each other. And yeah, there's a, there's a lot of sort of overlap between what he's doing and what I'm doing. Uh, basically, what we want to do is make it easy, uh, A, for people to host tournaments, B, find out about the tournaments, and then C, for players to attend and play at them. Um, Chain obviously creates infrastructure for people to find all the resources um, and, and sort of the shared calendar. And what I'm trying to do is is obviously stimulate and, and invigorate the the tournament scene uh, wherever it's being held. So potentially there's going to be a little bit more stuff to come together where, you know, if you're a TO, it's, it's very easy for you to say, hey, let's do a tournament. Um, I'm just going to pick up a prize kit, um, put it on chain, and you're looking to find tournaments. You go on chain, you find the tournament in your area or even abroad if you want to travel. Um, Manchester is very far away for me. It feels like I need a passport to get there. So, um, you know, you live it, all it, the way. It feels like somewhere. Yeah. yeah, as soon as I leave the M25, that's like, ooh, do I do I need do I need vaccinations? <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, do. Do I need passports? Do I need? I, I don't even know what papers. So, so I think what we're trying to get to is a situation where you know people can get uh, a lot of information, find out about tournaments, find tournaments, um, and also get an idea as to what they're playing for. And if there's sort of a, a standardized, similar to like the hyperspace trials of like 2019 that we used to play, play at, um, they know what the prizes are going to be and it's fairly consistent and you can go back and you know you're going to get, you know, back in the days you're going to get black dyes or the templates and um, certainly for, for the next few months or, or into the summer, it's going to be these, these best car things. Um, and then beyond that, who knows, maybe there's going to be a season two, but I'm, I'm not volunteering myself for that just yet. Uh, but there are some people who have been, been talking about whether we can do 
something a little uh, in, in, as a follow up to to what I've done. Um, yeah, so so look forward to to seeing what happens with Chain. I think um, Pifo has probably got a good update on on where they are on that coming out soon. And yeah, if it all ties together, we are we're looking at a summer of lots and lots of well organized, well supported X-wing tournaments, which is really really exciting. Yeah, um, I, I've been tangentially linked to these conversations because um I, well i see them um or parts of them or half of them because i'm running the sto and obviously you guys have been doing a lot of um conversations and chatting with us um about it so i'm super excited um at where it's heading that you know we're going to get these kind of standardized kits where you know you can go oh they've got the the black templates with the orange stripes on them that's the 2022 kit or whatever do you know what i mean um like it's exactly the same with the the blue hyperspace rulers as you said. Um, so you know you look at those and you go, ah, yeah, he's got top eight in a hyperspace, or an eBay account, one of the two. <laughs> um, so yeah, cool. Um, we're hoping that Pifo is going to be at the Sith Taker Open, but he has messaged me and um, he's he's still struggling to get over um, a bit of an infection that he's got at the moment. Um, he's yeah, still testing positive. Be. Unfortunately, it has been for a while, so. He's um he's testing daily to try and um see if he can shift it before he's he comes. But um he was he was intending to be there so that he could um meet up with a bunch of people that he's been chatting with online and all that kind of stuff. So um it'd be sad if he can't make it, but um fingers crossed that he might might get there, possibly, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um cool. Um so, yeah, get well some people. He does actually listen as well, which is nice. Um, as opposed to most of the people that we, you know, do shout outs for who go, Oh, if I had a shout out, I'll listen then. It's like, oh thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, okay. Uh Louis, did you have anything else that you wanted to, to have a quick chat about? Or yeah, any shout outs? Thanks for having no, thanks for having me on, guys. Um shout outs, I mean if if I start I'll go on for days and who knows if they even listen, so uh, everyone who's, who's helped me, <laughs> you guys for having me on, and uh, yeah, cool. leave it at that. Uh, oh, listen, Louis. Oh, shout out to Born in Brum hey, uh, and, ev- and everyone coming to the Sith Taker Open, aka my birthday. Let's go. <laughs> you can't just co opt it. Uh, I can because I have. <laughs> I mean, we can always ban him from coming. You don't have you. enough people to stop me. <laughs> he is a big fella. <laughs> we'll, yeah. get you a, we'll get you a column of caterpillar cake. Anyone falls down if you punch him in the nuts. Oh, right, hang on. No, I don't want Colin the caterpillar. I want Cuthbert because I'm team LD all the way. <laughs> so what were you saying there, Louis? I was saying we do a snap poll of everyone who's going to SDA, whether they want Liam there or not. And... Uh... <laughs> he's already sad we don't want to make him sadder I was born to disappoint people so if everyone votes no I am 100% turning up (laughs) alright thank you for that Liam Uh, Ben have you any shout outs or anything else you wanted to talk about no just uh, just thanks to everyone who signed up for the season 5 of the league you're welcome it did it for me you mean I did it for you thank you I should have dropped you because I hate you so much (laughs) You can't, you can't drop a Division 1 winner. <laughs> I signed up. I thought it was STO I was signing up for. And then it turns out it was actually the league, which I hadn't participated in, but now I am, which I'm very excited about. Oh, I'm glad it's you. I forget. Oh, I've been through that many people. I forget who signed up. <laughs> um, 
All right, so I just want to say I'm really excited for the weekend. Um, I'm really looking forward to to seeing and, and meeting everybody. I apologize in advance if I'm short-tempered or um, just short or just like Marty or anything at any point. Um, it is absolutely no reflection on the individual that is in front of me when it happens. Um, it's just <laughs> that I don't cope well with stress. Um, so, um, but please do come and say hello. Please do come and, and have a chat, um, particularly once we've got the first the first round um, up and going. Um, I'll be walking around the tables kind of dealing with participation prize and that kind of stuff. And I'm more than happy to, well, I mean, as you can tell from listening, um, I'm more than happy to just talk um, <laughs> to people and chat you know, while you're playing your games and stuff. So um, please do feel free to, um, to accost me um, at any point. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to seeing. Um, like, it's looking like we're going to have around about 130 people in the room playing X Wing, which is frankly absolutely awesome. Um, and it's giving us headaches of the best kind because we need to figure out um, how to fit everybody in. Um, so, yeah, all that said, then it is uh, goodbye from Louis. Bye. See you guys uh, on Friday or Saturday if you'll be there. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, a goodbye from Liam. Toodaloo. Oh, toodaloo today, not toodles. He's changing it up. Uh, goodbye from man. Ben. Bye. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. See you all at the weekend. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.